0: Amen. Glory be to God. At the name of Jesus, every tongue will confess and every knee will bow. At the name of Jesus. Let's give God some praise. Thank the choir, we thank the media group and all those that are on assignment that enable us to do what we do, amen. Hallelujah. We are continuing on in our series, but we have have put a little bit of Christmas in it because Christmas is about Jesus and my sermon is about Jesus. So it all goes together, amen. Hallelujah. We are still working out of our platform of 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And if you will stand, we will read this and then we will try to make clear our our thoughts. Therefore, any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah. He is a new creation a new creature all The old previous moral spiritual condition has passed away. Yes. Behold, yes. a fresh and new in your spirit has come. Amen. The thought I want to bring is Jesus the hope in Christmas and the checkmate of our lives. Father, even now, make clear. Lord, move Tracy out the way and hide me behind your shakana glory. Even now, Lord. Even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As I was reading, I was thinking God was bringing back into my remembrance some things that I was unsure of. Like I said, I I mentioned to you all that that, that from 15 on, I, I did everything I thought I was big and bad enough to do. And I had no sense of fear full of anger, I will walk out of the house prepared not to come back. I wasn't the person you wanted to deal with because if you were gonna fight me, I, I was prepared and ready to fight to the death, so the question is, are you? I don't understand why I was that angry. Well, at least I got an idea now, I did not know them, but just, I would find myself in the hallway pacing back and forth. And and, and I was thinking, but Lord, I accepted you at eight years old. I had a real relationship with you. But you got to understand, the anger took over. (laughs) I had no excuse because I knew the truth. I wasn't ignorant of the truth. I was making choices against the truth. Somewhere at 19, 20, 19 it was, the spirit of the Lord came to me. As a matter of fact, the spirit of Satan and the spirit of the Lord came to me and there was a spiritual battle. You got to understand? I was so self-determined, I was so hard-headed, It took this degree of intervention to get me. (laughs) I don't say that in any glory. I say that in shame. But I got to tell the truth. Wasn't nothing I was afraid of. I, I wasn't, I just was hell bent. Determined, and God pulled back the windows of the spiritual world, and there was a battle that went on. And I felt like a pawn in a chess game. There was two kingdoms, and I was in the middle of it. And after God opened up the window and really showed me dealing with spiritual evil demons sat on the side of my bed and said, this can't be real. The spirit of the Lord rushed in and he said it as though it was so loud I felt like I heard it in my ears, but I heard it in my spirit. And he said, choose. I was professing one thing and living another. Choose. Wasn't going to church, had not been to church since I was 13, but I would pray just about every night. Choose. Was asking God to step in when things got too rough, almost OD, and God miraculously stepped in, and I prayed and God delivered. Choose. Whether you know it or not, we every one of us is in this spiritual battle of the kingdom of light and darkness and some of us haven't chosen. Amen. Oh, we have chosen Christ but we still living for the devil and God is saying to you like he said to me <laughs> He said, choose. I said, Lord, I, I don't want to choose. I'm caught in the middle. He said it again, choose. I said, Lord, I choose you. And I was swept over by the Holy Spirit. And from that day forward, he established a relationship between me and him, started praying three times a day, started devouring the Bible. The drugs and everything else I was into started dropping off, and he became my best friend. But I chose checkmate. And you got to say something. While I was out there, the devil many times tried to kill me, and I knew it. knew it, and saw so God navigate me out of the trouble. Hearten. about as hard as you could get. And God had to make a move to finally say, Satan, take your hands. But watch this, I had to participate. To choose the work was already done the account was already finished Jesus had already paid the price the Holy Spirit was present but I had to take my own will and say "Lord, I don't live for me anymore I choose to live for it You know what what I'm learning is that there's a whole lot of Christian folks who haven't made the final choice. You want to be saved, but you still want to do your own thing. (laughs) Show me, show me, show me the chessboard. Show me the chessboard. Show me the chessboard. There's a three level chessboard. And on these three levels, you you are literally playing on all three levels. Chess is a game of strategy. And you got a bishop, you got a queen, you got some other one. But the main one is the king. And the king, what you do is you make it so that it cannot move. And when you you bind in the king, you say, checkmate. And the game is over. Know what God did on that night? First, He blocked me in. (laughs) Then He made me choose. Then He turned to the devil and said, Checkmate. (laughs) Game over. Take your hands off my son. He has made his final choice, and he has chosen me. But my brother and sister, is God waiting on you? And a cost that he paid a long time ago. We we dealt with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life that is found in 1 John 2, 7. 15 and 17. And, and someone reminded me, Justin reminded me of a series idea that comes out of First Corinthians chapter 13, the last verses, that talks about uh, in at the end, there will be faith, hope, and love. Y'all get that. You know what I realize now is this. That's what was at the beginning. In the Garden of Eden, all there was was faith, hope, where an expectation of what God is going to do, and then love. That's what they walked in. Satan, when he deceived Adam, brought in lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. My question is, well, maybe it's not a question, it's a statement which of these three of these six are we walking in? I now realize that if we're not walking in love, if we're not walking in faith and, and believing and trusting God, if we're not walking with an expectation on Him, then we're walking one of the other three or all three of the other three. There's nothing else there is there's six rivers three from God three from Satan and depending on who we yield ourselves to that's where our attitude comes from my brother says I'm not talking about religion Talk about a spiritual forces that is influencing us, our attitude, our outlook, our thinking, our walk, and we make choices all day long.. We think that we have regulated God to religion Sunday morning. The truth of the matter is what happens when you leave here? (laughs) What you gonna display when you're out of here? Oh, hey, hey, we don't have to wait till you're out of here. Why you here? What are you displaying? There's an influence of spirit that we are representing either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of of Satan. That's why 1 John says, he said, from the beginning, the devil was a liar. That's why the Son of God was manifest, was to destroy the works, the display, the outpouring of Satan. And what he's trying to do in our lives, which is steal, kill, and destroy. You know what? If, 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 if you want to deceive somebody, you don't tell them you're bad in resolve. What you do is you show them what they think they want. You, you put a little sugar in it. Yeah, and now children's medicine is loaded with sugar. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what's Loaded with sugar? So they would drink it. Don't you wish that Maccamaniza has sugar in it? Than my sisters that, that, that there is a, a level of, uh, of seeing and the more you see the more you see this battle more clear yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. the more you begin to understand wait a minute I got envy in me. I got jealousy in me. That's not of God. Satan, I'm not playing your game. I'm getting off your roller coaster. Oh, you're trying to use that person, that person to make me get out of position. But if I get out of position, I'm going to miss the blessing that God has for me. I refuse. We are either operating in the old Adam who gave himself over to the lust of the eye, the pride of life and, and the lust of the or uh, we are operating in Jesus that is faith, hope and expectation and love. Yes, there is no in between. Yes. We are being influenced. We are us. Met- we are displaying one or the other. You know what? Maybe God just sent me today just to say what he said to me. Choose. Choose who you're going to allow to operate in your life. Choose what you choose to display. Choose who you're going to trust. Choose. wants to be able to say in each of our lives and I think he does it in areas because remember there's three levels I think he does it in levels that as we give over to him he tells Satan checkmate but you know what I realize that, that, that we have to participate in our victory Can I give us an example of this? Let me give us an example of this. It's the woman with the issue of blood. She had already made up her mind. I refuse to live like this. Here Jesus is, and there's people touching him all day long. There's people bumping up against him. The problem is they had not made a choice. They came with no expectation. They had no faith to back up their touch. They had no expectation that when they touch him that something was gonna happen. They just touch and exactly what they expected happened. They expected nothing. They were looking for nothing. They was asking for nothing. And they got exactly what they asked for. But this woman, who wasn't even supposed to be in the crowd, this woman, to get that on her knees and reach out and touch her. This woman who took a chance to be there, she had already made up her mind. I need something from the Lord. And the only one can heal me of my problem is Jesus. If I just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'm gonna be made whole. She touched and virtue went out. My Bible tells me Jesus immediately stopped. Because somebody touched him. Somebody on purpose touched him. Somebody in need touched him. Somebody with faith touched him. Somebody with expectation touch him. Somebody who has surrendered everything, reached out and touched him and power. You know what I realized? When you make up your mind, that nobody can help you but Jesus. When you make up your mind, I'm gonna go get my healing. I'm gonna go get my help. I'm gonna go get my strength. When you make up your mind, Lord, I give you everything. Did you know that Jesus was crucified from the foundation of the earth? Jesus is not a second thought. He was the main thought. <laughs> the Christmas story isn't just a, a cute story. It was a, a, a chess move. Uh, let me see if I can explain this clear. God made Adam and Eve to replace the angels who rejected him, so he made a more feeble creature called man to be in relationship and love him. But the devil made a move, and he made man think that he couldn't trust God, and he made Adam and Eve fall into the same sin that he fell in and told God, said, now what I did was I put sin in them. So that, so that if you gotta judge me, you gotta judge them. Because you're a holy God. Though you're a loving God, but you just can't forgive sin without judging it. But look at the wisdom of God. Look at him that when he comes and he prophesied and said, her seed, singular, will crush your head. Though you will crush, hit, hit his heel, he gonna have a deadly blow. And when he saw them, he covered them with a the skin of an animal which represented that something had to die. There was already a sacrifice made and he took the skin of the sacrifice and covered their nakedness and anybody's in Christ he has covered your nakedness he has covered your nakedness not with the skin of animals but with the blood of Jesus Christ Genesis chapter uh, 3 here two twins cause Cain and Abel was probably twins one is trying to live right the other one is trying to do his own thing Sounds like us, don't it? One is being obedient. The one said, my works is good enough. And he blesses, he blesses Abel because Abel was obedient. But Cain said, why ain't my works good enough? And God come to him and said, don't you think that if you just do what's right, the same blessings I gave to your brother, I'll give to you. Then God walked away and Satan made a move. He said, go kill your brother. Yeah. Moving of the pieces on the chessboard, He now is Mark and he start a family and now they Follow their father, which is evil. And in Genesis chapter 6, the whole earth became so evil. Watch this. Demon possessed. And God reserved one man, Noah, and his family. He said, I regret that I made man. They have broken my heart. Look at my children. And, And they're past the point of saving. Therefore, I got to start all over. And when I start all over, I'm gonna pick one man out and I'm gonna deal with his bloodline because through his bloodline, I got a plan. He separate Abraham. And he dealt with Abraham and the Israelites, not because he had more favor on them, but because Abraham proved himself in being obedient. And God was saying, I can't get you, let you get tangled up with the rest of the world, because the devil is beating up the rest of the world. So I'm going to deal with you. I'm gonna deal with your relatives because I'm not just trying to save you, but I'm trying to separate you until I can bring my son. Don't you know God had us in mind? Don't you know He had you in mind? My... Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If Jesus was crucified in the mind of God before he started in Genesis 1-1, then he had you in mind before he started in Genesis 1-1. Let me, let me, let me tap into this. God didn't start at the beginning. He went to the end and worked backwards and said, now go. Can, can, I, can I make that simpler? You're in a win-win situation. God got you coming in. He got you going out. That no matter what the devil throws, God got his hands. Hold on, hold on. You know what? Let me just say that. God had to speak to me. He said, If you believe I got you, why don't you act like it? you quit looking at what you see and start walking in what you know if I already told you you're more than a conqueror even if you don't feel it and it don't look like it right now and all hell don't broke loose you ought to be walking around Victoriously, not based on what they say, based on what he says. Oh, I know I'm talking to somebody. Oh, hell of not blow loose. But if God got you, if God before you, he's more than enough to keep you. They told me 42 generations in a manger was born, this baby wrapped in swollen clothes. He was born to the lowest point, saying, I'm not just here for those that are up high. I'm I'm here for those on the down low. I'm so glad he don't look at what you have. I'm so glad, don't matter how messed up you been. I'm so glad. Jesus was born for you, 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 all of us, hallelujah, see, he was prophesied, he was foretold, but, but, but allow me to not just go to the typical Christian story, let me go to Philippians chapter two, verse six, because I want that heavenly story, the heavenly story said, let this man be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. And what he said is humble yourself. Don't thank you all that. You need to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Quit making yourself better than other people. The same grace that saved me is the same grace that had to save you. Hallelujah. He said he thought not himself. Though he was equal to God, he let go. He did not grasp it. He did not hold on to it. He humbled. Hold on, hold on, hold on. God being God, knowing everything, everything. All power. All knowledge. He's a spirit. But he allowed himself, the second person of the Godhead to be wrapped up in human flesh. That's humbling himself. He became one of us for all of us. When the first idol messed it up. He became the second Adam to fix it up, hallelujah. We are either in the first Adam, or you in the second Adam, hallelujah. Did you know that all your blessings, all your benefits, your position, your power, your sense of 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 significance, your value, your, 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 your worth is not based on what you wear, how you look, what you got, what title you have. It's wrapped up, it's tangled up, it's messed up in Jesus. Time to your neighbor and say, I'm valuable, I'm a worth somebody. I'm victorious. I'm a conqueror. Only because I'm in Jesus. Some of us need to get that in us. When you get it in you, can't nobody, can't nobody make you think less of yourself. I don't care who it is matter what you think of me. It matters what he thinks of me. It says that that he became a man and became obedient even to the cross, which means he became a curse. He who knew no sin became sin. I heard today that Jewish people Messianic Jews celebrate Christmas in October and the reason why they doing it in October because in the Old Testament the high priest will go into the holies of holies in October and will sacrifice the blood of a lamb for the nation of Israel. So, so here it is when Jesus is hanging on the cross in Jerusalem, the high priest was in the Holy Holies sacrificing a lamb at the exact same time. Y'all see that picture? Uh-huh. And what God is saying, it's not that lamb that saves you. It's my lamb that saves you. It's not that blood that saves you. It's his blood that saves you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. See, see you can't separate Christmas from the cross. And you can't separate the cross from him getting up on Sunday morning. It all goes together. Because if he wasn't born, he wouldn't have died. If he wouldn't have died, he wouldn't have got up. If he didn't get up, we can't get up. Guess what? Satan had us down. He was about ready to pronounce checkmate. But like this chess master looked at the chess board. He said, oh no. There's one more move. There's one more move that got to happen. It's not over yet. I wanna say to somebody, you thinking about taking your life. You thinking about giving up. But I came today to let you know there's one more move and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. If you choose Jesus, he'll step into your life. I came and explained to you what began to happen. When I said, Lord, I choose you. The next morning, when I woke up, I heard tweet, 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 tweet. (laughs) I heard birds singing in the morning. I had not heard birds singing since I've been a kid. When you are tunnel focused, all you see is what Satan has placed before you. You don't hear nothing. You don't see nothing. Nothing. It can be right before you and you don't get it. When Jesus gets in your heart, when his spirit quickens your spirit, it's like, it's like the difference between pitch dark midnight and noonday sun shining. Wasn't in church and God began to teach me and stuff started falling off. I mean oh he's good. Oh he loves us. Oh, he's excellent. In the midst of your storm, in the midst of your hurt, in the midst, see, some of us just want to use him to fix our problems. And he may fix your problems, but if he doesn't, you got Jesus. I want to say today, you got Jesus. And one of these old days, When God wraps all this stuff, he's gonna stand there, not as the slain lamb, but as the conqueror lion. And my Bible tells me that everyone gonna see him in his glory. And it says that every, every, not some, but every, everyone, will confess that Jesus Christ my Lord my Savior that Jesus Christ my Redeemer Jesus Christ our healer our Waymaker, our life they shall confess that he is Lord there's some folks that won't bow now but then Every knee. My question. I'd rather bow to him in love. Than to recognize in horror. That they missed him. And they have to depart from him. because they didn't bow to him. I don't know how anybody can reject a love like this. I don't know how anybody can walk away from a love like this. The Father gave him because he loves us. The son did it because he loved us. And the father going to exalt him because of the sacrifice he paid. There's no other name by which you must be saved no name in heaven earth under the earth by which you must be saved because nobody did what he did do you know him not religion but have you surrendered your life to him and allow him to come in and begin to direct begin to deliver, begin to fill you with himself. There's nobody like Jesus today. If you're here today, if you watching me, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's simply say, Lord, forgive me. I give my life to you. It's like what I did. Lord, I choose you. It's a choice. It's a free will choice, but he's calling you. He's, 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 he's walking on you. He's, he's convicting you. That's the love of God on you. Don't reject such a great love. The four hundred fifty-one thirty-one number you can call and someone will call you back and pray with you in the house. These ministers will be standing out there. If you just need prayer, if you want to join the church, if you, if you don't know if you're saved or not, they will share with you. Hallelujah! Yeah. Give God some praise. Give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah! Yeah. Father, even now, take this message and do with it what only you can do. Lord, I try my best to be obedient to what you have given me. Now, Lord, you work it. Now, Lord, you set people free. Now, Lord, you open up blinded eyes. Now, Lord, you touch. Lord, show yourself to those that are willing to see. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Have your way in our lives. We forever give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You don't have to leave here the same.